nerd soul ah yeah that's right we out here riding late ill kid at one young so holding down bringing that street geek and nerd soul what is up my people today oh yeah coming with another wonderful episode of of course ride we up in the whip chilling um i actually saw a comment i've, I've been late on stuff you know i've, I've had the move and everything and i saw an old comment from uh jessen king and she broke down a couple of things after seeing Black Panther. And since we got Black Panther coming up, you know what I'm saying? We got the, the home release or whatever. She she wrote down some things that, that hit her. And I was I was like, you know what? It, it's pretty fleshed out. Let me go on and let me uh go on and respond to this properly. So um she broke down nine things that were on her mind. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna actually go, I'm gonna start from nine and go down to number one. So number nine. Why did Ramonda die? Thank you. That's a good question. I can't answer either. The only reason I can answer is that this series seems to be completely set on making sure that the only black royal family in MCU does not exist. But continuing on, she says, why did, why did Ramonda die? Waste of character overall. Not a Black Panther movie. Barely talked about um, that and Wakanda. This... <laughs> This was a regular Marvel movie without a good title. Dang. Ooh. She, ooh, that's, that's tough, Jess. Ooh. Now, Ramonda, the, you, you can look, you can step back and look at this as a continual destruction of the black family through media and the way the father was taken, the brother was taken, the mother was taken, and now the daughter who knows the the daughter essentially doesn't even want to you know be in wakanda like she bounced she ain't planning on leading nothing being a queen or nothing none of that so you know she she ain't interested at all also ramonda didn't have to die like it it just wasn't even necessary we already had enough you know enough real life trauma that didn't have to be injected into this injected into this but they did that decision was made let that go but we already had that enough of that up in here and they decided to take Ramonda out too and it's funny because even you know post after the movie we see that um like post the release we see Angela Bassett saying like she didn't like the choice and but your boy Ryan Coogler was defending it like, yo, nah, we got we gotta do this. Like, mm, I look, I know people be out here loving everything Coogler does, and I don't think Coogler is a bad director in any way, shape, or form. But man, this is it's it's tough to talk about this because you you know how it is. You know how people get you know what I'm saying? People get when you talk about this. You can't you can't say can't say nothing about it. But I just mm. <sighs> Ramonda didn't have to die. The Queen Mother did not have to go. But anyway, continue on. Number eight, she says, How do you see Queen Ramonda without a ritual to see the uh how do you see Queen Ramonda without a ritual to see the ancestors? That's a that's a in my opinion, that was something that I, you know, I, I think in a couple of cases, they played fast and loose with, you know, with their, I guess their, their kind of like 
lore set up in Wakanda and how the ancestors work and how the ancestral plane works. I feel like they just kind of, they fast and loose that one. It was just like, oh, well, we want her to hear her or we want her to see her. And that's it. That's, that's just what we want to happen. So it's going to happen. Um, for continuing on off of this, for there to be like no importance of Bast or even her possibly being rejected due to how she's rejected all of the tradition, that there's... Who, who knows, man? I think I think there's some interesting storytelling to have been done with that, but it wasn't. And I mean, hey, what can you do? You know what I'm saying? It, it, it seems like they just wanted to make that happen, to have that kind of like that kind of like um that moment for her without doing without having the character do the work to get that moment. You know what I'm saying? Probably just it seemed like they were just rushing the story along and trying to get it get it going. Um, number seven just says, how can you become Black Panther without the proper ceremony? And if you don't believe in Bast, the thing that gives you the power in the first place. Well, good. She already got that. So, yes. All right. So this is, ah, this is tough because it, I know the movie can't go on and on and on about Bast and everything and, and, and the other gods and stuff like that, but you do have to at least make some type of mention about Bast and about the selection process and about, because you can't then turn around and especially if they want to run some type of storyline with Doom where he be, he's found to, to be worthy of, you know what I'm saying? Like it, you know... You just they just disregarded a lot for the sake of just kind of making this happen and I know Bast wasn't really I guess highlight a lot in the first film but you at least knew that she was a factor and now we have a uh, another character who doesn't believe in the tradition. She doesn't believe in, in the God or gods. She doesn't believe in none of it. It's, it's science or nothing. And I think just to make the movie happen, they're like, oh, cool. She got she got the she got the herb. She remade it. There it is. Took some DNA. Boom. That slammed up. And I would have liked maybe, maybe even if you see Killmonger, Killmonger is you know in the in the conversation with Killmonger maybe Bast comes in and or or maybe she sees Bast instead of Killmonger and she's like no I don't care what's going on with Wakanda you're not you know you're not worthy you're not welcome I do not believe that you are a good steward of these powers look at look at how you've acted ever since and I mean I did I said in my in my um uh, ever since your brother's passing, um, even in my original review, I'm like, this girl is like the worst or a girl woman. I'm not. This ain't not. Now I want to hear no mess, no stupidness. It's, it's just a colloquial term. Ain't nobody trying to. Ain't nobody trying to say that she's not grown. But this this character of Shuri has never really had to do anything but be Shuri. Think about it. Her dad was, her dad was, you know, had the responsibility. 
Her dad was gone. Then her brother had the responsibilities. He's gone. Now her mother had the responsibilities. She never, ever had to do anything. And all she did was basically make situations worse for everyone involved. So, for instance, Queen Ramonda's like, I don't want you to go. She goes anyway. Then, um, uh, what is it? Um, Okoye's like, yo, come with me. And she sends Okoye off on her own anyway. Then when um, uh, the, uh, the Atlanteans attack, or not, you know what I mean, Atlanteans, for the sake of this argument, the Atlanteans attack, and her mom tells her something again, wherein which she does not listen at all. And her mom dies for it. You know what I'm saying? And then at the end, when you think she'd be like, you know what? I did a lot of stuff wrong and I messed up a lot of stuff. Let me go on and do my duty. You know what I'm saying? To protect this, protect this, you know, uh, this land and everything. She doesn't even step up to that. She has no sense of responsibility and or duty. And I don't see Bast finding someone like that even halfway worthy. Um, the intellect, you need way more than intellect. And I think that we did a lot of jerry-rigging and fast-forwarding to make it work just because it had to work instead of being like, no, we need a training montage. We need a, you know, we need a hearts on fire, you know, moment with her where she has to realize that Wakanda is greater than her. It's greater than her mama, her daddy, her brother. It's greater than everyone. Because if Wakanda does not stand, there's nowhere for them to live. You know what I'm saying? But that's, hey, who who, who am I? I'm just someone who realizes that these people that's making all these money, all these, all, uh, all these movies, and making all this money from these movies, they ain't got no plan. And I know you're going to say, oh, nerd, so how you going to say you a better writer than them? How you going to say you got you got a better plan, uh, better ideas than them? Dude, J.J. Abrams came out, and there's been other other franchises too, but J.J. Abrams straight came out and was like, look, we had no plan when we started the new trilogy of Star Wars. Now, you're talking about a billion-dollar franchise, billion, B, mad zeros. You can't even count to it. You probably couldn't count to a billion in a lifetime. Even if you're like, one, two, three, four, five, six, you, you couldn't even get there. But guess what? They still cranked out movies with no plan. So I don't, I don't believe in any way that these people making these movies, directing these movies, writing these movies are any smarter than you or I. They ain't got no plans. They just had buddies and cohorts and friends that put them in the position or they, you know, they knew the right person or they kissed the right butt or whatever it is. But anyway, back to this. So number six, something positive, positive, uh, just says I'm feeling Riri. You know what? I, I like the actress too. I do think that the comedy of the way she was introduced wasn't in any way landing for me. Um, I think it was corny um, the way they brought her up. Also, I don't see. Okay, I, I get the whole thing of like the prodigy thing, and she's smarter than her professors, but this it's almost carried on like this is the '90s these days. Any, I mean, look look at like zuckerberg he didn't stay and graduate if, if a kid these days is like outperforming you know everyone in the school and their professors 
she didn't say anything about getting any like grant money or anything there's no there's no at least maybe she did and i missed it but there's no there's literally no reason for her to be at the school once she gets there and realizes like i'm better than y'all like she i don't see her staying for any reason whatsoever but you know hey look what do i know who am i saying who am i the girls them sugar you know what i'm saying so uh but the actress um i think she's cool uh i think that her and shuri um had a good rapport going on so i like that um i just think the comedy surrounding her entry is kind of whack also i find it hard to believe that someone's just going to grab your phone and log into your cash app or or zelle or you know chime or paypal whatever it is and just send themselves money bruh and maybe maybe people ain't got the security like i got but i i have minimal security i'd assume and you got to go through like passcodes and fingerprints just to access stuff like you know cash app or something like that you can't just pick up somebody's phone and be like oh you owe me 500 or something like you ah oh, that was that was whack to me but you know whatever let's go down to number five number five just says why was Mbaku always getting knocked out? <laughs> I don't like that. Okay. Mbaku was essentially the trope of the black man getting beat up to show how strong someone else was. Um, and the sad thing is, I think that there was a lot there for him to be a surrogate older brother. But they would rather spend their time making him a whipping boy of um, of uh, Talokan or... Uh, Kuku Khan or you know, Namor or whatever you want to call it. You know, El Sun Namor or something, whatever it is. So instead of us being to have uh, true moments of clarity and reflection um, in her journey to realizing her responsibility and her duty through conversations and um, interactions with someone who could have been a surrogate older brother that had true respect for you know the man that her brother was we end up getting a whipping boy and someone who's essentially a afterthought um and it, it wasn't my favorite man it, it what that was not my favorite but number four says uh this refutes the comic about one vibranium period yeah here okay <laughs> all right because on one hand i know you know having having a adaption to another media retaining and keeping every single thing from the comic or the novel or the you know the comic strip whatever is not always possible or easily done but bruh it <laughs> One of the main things about Wakanda is, all right, if you were to ask most people that have read Black Panther, in any way, say any any more than say like six issues of Black Panther, any one of the runs, they'd be able to say, okay, Vibranium is there, uh, Bast uh, selects, and um, uh, Black Panther is the protector of Wakanda something like that you know and they're and they're closed off like there there's like certain things that are kind of like staples of wakanda you know what i'm saying and this to me this seems to be more of, of the the media's mode of 
black people can't have anything that's positive that's attributed only to them um so not only did we destroy the black family in here and the only black family that had any autonomy meaning this is the only black family that can go anywhere and tell someone no um and be able to tell them no without you know without having to you know cry about it and then the the one thing that they had for the for themselves that was taken from them in this movie so now it, uh, uh, yeah i'm you know i'm not a fan of ah oh, dang i'm not a fan i'm not a fan of that but you know that's that's what we got now you know, that's what we got that's, that's what we got so number three <laughs> just says how do you make a heart-shaped herb without properties of bass the vibranium from the gut fish god is different from bass yeah they they did some very quick in-run pseudoscience on that one basically they were like all right well we just want to take the dna from t'challa and uh, i guess you know bing bang boom science I, eh, they they did an ill reach on that and then for her not to see the fish god or the or bass or anyone I, uh, uh, come on now <laughs> and, and it's weird because like don't don't sleep i think this movie looks great like the production value and everything it looks great but when you start when you start and i think a lot of this stuff is going to happen especially after the home release say about six months after the home release watch a whole bunch of people start asking these same questions they're gonna be they're gonna be asking those cat williams questions they're gonna be saying asking your questions jess they're gonna be like yo and even when people that was mad with my questions they're gonna be like i yeah now that i've watched it two or three times yeah why didn't they do this you know what i'm saying or why didn't they do that um the all right so the heart-shaped herb when when he gave her i think it was the bracelet or the necklace or whatever i was like this is going to be significant somehow and then when he started coming to play i was like oh okay i get it but this is a whole different i got a whole different uh you know uh a whole different you know item it's not the harp shaped herb anymore whatever these two things are together it's something new now if you want to say that this character of shuri is becoming something new then say that but you said that she was something old aka the black panther something that has already existed but she has created a new item or a new element similar to um and what was it iron man 3 iron man 2 iron man 2 when he made the new element to put to uh so he didn't have to get the poison no more that she's created something new now because this isn't um this isn't the heart-shaped herb and it's not the fish thing either this is something brand new now with that said i'll circle back to what we talked about before technically with this you could say well hey she don't need to see bass or the fish guy because since this is something new this is something new that doesn't have a precursor for any type of i don't know uh any type of uh you know like validating force so this just gives the power and that's it but then if it gives the power what power is it giving that's that's you know that's the question what power is it giving because it can't give the same power because the same it's not the same thing but maybe i'm getting way too in the weeds 
and maybe that's way too hard to try to explain on film or maybe they just didn't want to i don't i don't know maybe maybe i'm tripping maybe i'm asking way too many questions now because you know i'm i am also a, a fan of saying don't ask no questions but number two just says why it gotta be black versus brown that's whack uh uh but that's life though um jess i'm a i'm sorry but uh girl baby girl um if i can call you baby girl i apologize um you know baby woman i mean whatever you know what i'm saying we cool i you know ain't no disney yo los angeles just went through the largest discrimination case in history where in which brown people have been discriminating against black people on warehouse and construction jobs most specifically also in california well not in los angeles but in california as a whole and also in los angeles you saw how the city council was getting wild calling black children monkeys so this idea of black brown alliance look it would be awesome i i'll say this i will i'll start this off and say hey this would be awesome black brown alliance a true black brown alliance would be awesome but we have way too much evidence to the contrary now with that said we are looking at science fiction you know what i'm saying so in fiction land maybe we we could have something that that's you know black brown alliances to sort of be you know like aspirational you know what i'm saying to 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 show the people of the masses that look black and brown is working together and everybody and it's it's happiness you know what i'm saying so i mean that's a, you know to your point that that is you know that is whack because this could have been aspirational where they work together to be like yo we you know we you know we are family you know all my brothers sisters and me but um in real life uh i believe dr john henry clark said that we have no allies um now i am not talking about individuals you will always find a person here a person there of any type of background demographic that is down for black people and supports black people and isn't trying to you know represent anti-blackness in any way shape or form and speaks against it but when you look at groups as a whole many times black people are asked to stand up for others way before others will ever stand up for us so yeah it's whack but it's kind of real all right so number one the last thing just said why are the brads and karens here besides the stealing ones <laughs> all the white government people were useless and pointless um because because we can't have our own thing <laughs> one of the only things that bothers me in the in the first movie is is that we got we got a brad you know kind of like saving the day as far as the ships that are going out towards the border and not saying that i have anything against them but it's like they every time i see that scene go his situation go any longer than them just healing him and sending him back like i feel like he's shoehorned and i feel like all the scenes with the government outside of the government trying to attack wakanda are shoehorned in i know elaine gotta get her time in you know what i'm saying i know elaine got her gotta get her time in and hopefully one day we'll see her dancing but 
all the stuff with them could have been removed outside of maybe the UN meeting and we could have had the same movie. Like it was, it didn't seem super after seeing the movie all the way through. Um, it doesn't seem super necessary outside of the fact that you can't have your own thing. Think about it, man. If you'll, you'll have a movie with Brad and Karen and won't be one of us in the won't be one of us in that joint, boy. Don't make a whole TV show of friends <laughs> and have two black people in a whole city in New York all seasons. But when we have something in a in a black nation that's that's also uh, siloed off from everyone, somehow we get mad screen time with Brad and Karen up in that. Uh, look, man, look, I. And then we got to know about their relationship and it's just man <sighs> and then and then the whole thing of like okoye and sharia like we're gonna go talk to the cia guy y'all got y'all own intelligence intelligence have y'all forgot the war dogs they do their own like what are you talking y'all got y'all own cia what are you talking about y'all maybe because y'all were spending so much time focusing on the door melange y'all forgot that y'all have war dogs yes all of the men that go all around the world and, and you know uh you know get intel and gather information or the people like nakia that's sneaking around and doing double spy stuff or double agent or whatever where they at you don't need to go to him here what do you mean you got your own stuff what you need to rely on him for we are self-sufficient as you know what i, I feel myself getting riled up and I've already gone long enough. <laughs> Look, Jess, thank you so much for supporting the show. Thank you so much for commenting all the time. I'm glad I got a chance to read these out and actually go through them and, you know, flesh out my ideas and yours some more. You know what I'm saying? I, I love to do more of this. Hey, guys, if y'all got long comments, you never know. I might actually come through and, and straight up just do it on a video while I'm riding and just hanging out. But, of course, NERD. S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I love all y'all. Thank you for rolling through. If you click like, click comment, subscribe, share it, it helps. If you want to see more of your boy, you got to do your part. And your part is to like, share, comment, and subscribe. You know what I'm saying? You, I done my part. I made the video. Now you got to do your part. Anyway, until the next time, until the next achievement, until the next tournament that Arturo may steal from, until the next Black Panther, which I do not think is going to happen, Peace.